Blog Talk Radio. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com for when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens.
Hello. All right. Yes, we're here, we're here, we're here. Of course, you ladies have locked up the call line. Baby, the lines are already full, and I can't even play no music, but that's okay. We're live. I got your lines open, and we're going to get it crunk. You hear me? This is the Empress. It is Sunday. Uh, let me think about what the date is because I cannot keep up. It is May the 7th. No, June the 7th, baby. We is in June already, and, baby, we're going to get it crunk. Let me tell you, I thought I knew. I knew it. I could feel it in my spirit. I said that last week, but I could really feel it in my spirit. I knew that tonight was going to be one of those nights. You know why? Because we're talking about something that everybody's talking about. We're talking about something that everybody's talking about, but they're talking out of the side of their neck, it seems. And I'm not sure that people are being completely honest and completely open about this topic. What topic? Of course, we're talking about Bruce Jones. Now, before I get started, and I had a little disclaimer to play, but I guess the devil got into my keyboard. He got into the blog, and now he's not allowed me to play any other music. And I usually would say this, and I'm going to just say it the best way that I can right now. This is not a show about hate. This is just a show about truth. Here on the Empire, we don't hate anybody. We hate some things. We hate some actions because it's easy to say, oh, I don't hate anything and I'm just happy about everything. But some of this stuff that's happening in this world today, it's not it's not anything to be excited about. And particularly tonight's uh, uh, topic is just kind of concerning to me. I'm really concerned about it and I'm wondering if you're concerned about it. Now, Bruce Jenner, let me give you a little bit of background on him because, it, I mean, if you see it right now, he's not even Bruce, he's, he's Caitlin. And I'm, I'm not sure why you can just change your name just because you want to. I, I thought it was a process. I don't know. Maybe that's already happened. I don't know. But Mr. Jenner, let's talk about him because he was born a boy. He was born Bruce Jenner back in 1949. He was born in 49, and in the summer of 1974 and in the summer of 1976, he became a worldwide known person, not because of being Bruce Jenner, but because of being an Olympian. Now, he did originally get a scholarship to be a football athlete, but after an injury, became a track star, and in that transition, he became well-known worldwide. Matter of fact, he started to represent the United States of America in the Olympics and became a medalist, a gold medalist, so much so that his name alone became synonymous with different endorsements. Now, believe it or not, and I didn't even know this either, before Christopher Reeves became the face of Superman, they had actually offered it to Bruce Jenner. Now, I'm glad that they didn't because today he would be Superwoman. I mean, it's just, he, ain't, he don't want to be a boy no more. I mean, I'm just being what I with you, but that's what it was. He wanted to be the face of, of Superman, but they decided to go with uh Christopher Reeves, but he did become synonymous with the face and brand of Wheaties. At, at one point in the 1970s and 80s, he became the brand of Wheaties food cereal, and it was one and the same. When you said Bruce Jenner, people saw him as the athlete. He actually was one of the first persons of athletic status to grace cereal boxes. And, of course, we've had everybody on there now. I'm soon to see the Fruit Loops with some of these sissies on there. Now, I say sissies, and I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I'm just telling it likely as we speak the way that we can understand here on the Empire, and I hope that you can respect that. Now, aside from him being an athlete, besides being a food brand person, he struggled with dyslexia, which is just a regular uh, way of saying that he thought different. A lot of people have dyslexia, but he also was able to function through that, became a husband, not once, not twice, but three times, and he's fathered four children, 
two to the first marriage, two to the second marriage, and actually became the father of four to his last marriage, which actually made him famous. Yes, he married Chris Kardashian, and, you know, he married a female. He was able to actually make children. So he is, you know, what we would call a man because he was able to provide for his family. He was able to create other life with a woman. So I would think that is what it would be to be man. Now, we've had our shows about what a man is, and I'm not going to even attempt to tell you what he is because the men are going to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm a woman, and I do know that I'm a woman. But we have guests on tonight who are absolute women, no question about it, but who are able to articulate some differences in what a lot of people are actually saying and posting and up here. Because one of the things that I'm just saying, I'm going to say it early, it pissed me off. It's all these real born women. Yes, I said born. That is how we say it down here in the South. They are born women, and they are co-signing that this is now a woman. And I'm just confused about that. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And for, for, for the record, again, we're not bashing transgender. We're not saying that you can't sleep with a man if you're a man, but as long as it's not my man, I don't care. But we're talking about this idea that a man can be Suddenly, a woman by choice. Now we have Miss Tahira on the line. Miss Tahira Sutton, and I want to make sure that you're there. Can you hear me? And are you there, Tahira? Yes, yes, I am here. Greetings, good Yay. afternoon. Actually, good, good evening, everybody. I'm Tahira Sutton, Miss Tri-State 2015, and and the story mm-hmm. is is um, the most. I guess this story has gotten a lot of press over the last week or so. And it's hard being a woman, number one. But the distinguishing uh-huh. factors of being a woman is the number one thing is that you're born a female, a female human being. And that distinguishes uh-huh. the difference between a girl or a man. I don't uh-huh. have a, a problem with his transition. Um, I just really believe uh-huh. he felt that this was his choice, and that's fine. The only issue that I have an uncertainty is when you're perceiving it as a woman. You're going as a woman, not a trans you know, a transgender a gender woman. You're going as a full woman. So that's where it gets uh-huh. very very confusing because you were not born a female. Right. So right. I think right. it's so hard for us as women. You know, we go even like pageantry. You go through pageants, and I've just done a big pageant and, and actually won. It's just so so much uncertainty with this story. It's okay for you to have a choice to become a woman or a transgender, I want to say it correctly, woman, but don't Uh try to fill the place of being a full woman. You're a transgender transgender woman. I I believe that's the term. And I feel that they're trying to – it's just so much uncertainty in this area, and I I don't feel enough discussion is is being done Uh about it. Okay, and we also have on the line with us my other new friend, Miss Talisha Andrews, who was, I, girl, let me just tell you, she did something to me. You know, I'm always talking about my spirit, but I'm telling you that we are, we are spiritual beings now. You know, I try to bring religion into everything and, and spirituality into anything, but I think we are spiritual uh, to for first, but we're covered up with all of this natural stuff, our skin, hair, and all this other stuff. We're really, and when I saw this video, 
<laughs> First of all, it's like I just wanted to say, let me go over her house and sit down with her because she is really telling it like it is. First of all, introduce yourself as our sister just did, uh, Miss uh, Andrews, and let us know a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi, my name is His Lady Talisha D. Andrews, and I do live in the tri-state area, the New York, New Jersey, um, Connecticut area. And um, I did the video primarily because I was very offended that uh, Bruce Jenner was receiving the ESPY Award, the Award of Courage. I've heard a lot of things about um, his transition over the past several weeks, and I actually watched his interview with Diane Sawyer strictly out of curiosity. And um, once he was given the cover of Vogue, I felt that it was a disrespect to the award that he was receiving um, on behalf of Arthur Ashe, who we older Americans know died of uh, AIDS after having a blood transfusion. But during his final years, he was able to raise money and bring awareness to um, the HIV and, and AIDS at that time. So to get an award for courage for changing your gender, I just felt was disrespectful to the award itself and to the memory of Mr. Ash when there were so many other people that I felt were bypassed for that award. And also um, his story as a transgender person is not the normal transgender person's transition. Most people never mm-hmm. get to the level that he got to as far as getting the monies or getting the surgeries and having it, you know, broadcast on television and getting this international support. And what really ticked me off is the fact that his wife was being, um, she was being uh, vilified in the media because mm. she didn't come out and stand with him. You know, they were saying that, you know, his other two wives, which I did hear them say they're happy that he's living in his own truth now. But I, you know, and the fact that most of the wives knew that he, according to him, he told them that he had a secret. He didn't get as deep into it as he, you know, he should have. You got freaky stuff going on in your bedroom and you choose to wear, you know, women underwear and, you know, dressed in pantyhose and your wife is okay with that. That's your business. But I think that when you come out and you have children and you openly deceive um a woman to that magnitude, I don't think that that should be a bad individual. I have been married for 26, almost 27 years. My husband and I have gone through a lot. We, we were just out there. We dealt with it. And um, I know the feelings that I felt when we had certain issues going on in our own lives and in our marriage um, just by feeling the seeds. So to have it, you know, on a public forum and a public stage and have everyone judging you and saying what you should do, I just didn't think that was fair to her. And I think that his attitude has been very cavalier and very nonchalant and very uncaring towards those that he's cared about for so long. And I'm just not one to, you know, to applaud what I, you know, just because everybody is saying, oh, good for him, that's not good for you. Because, And I Mm -hmm. also further think that for you to say that you are now a woman and to make that transition, it is my personal belief that to do that, you say that God made a mistake. And I don't Mm -hmm. believe God makes those types of mistakes. Right. And I know a lot of people are going to bring religion into this and their faith belief, and that's just who people are, so I can totally Mm -hmm. understand that. But just for the sake of conversation, we're going to have to open up these lines. When I tell you this music area over here is just crashing because of the number (laughs) of people who want to talk to y'all. Ladies, uh, and listen, I need my girl, if you are there, Tammy. 
PA, if you are there, please shoot me an inbox or send me a text because there are so many calls here that I'm sure who have questions for our ladies on the line tonight or who just want to weigh in on this topic. Shoot me the last four digits of your number so I can find you and, and, and give it to someone so we can actually find you in this in this field. I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to play another commercial tonight because when I tell you there ain't nothing but calls over here. When I was listening to your video, I was listening to you speak uh, from your heart uh, in, in the beginning and then from a social perspective, Talisha. And then I heard you say, as for me in my house, now you didn't use those words, but you said mm-hmm. that if your husband decided, and I thought that was brave to say, and I think most women would actually say that, but the same women who would say that out loud or maybe in private aren't posting this. What is it saying when someone can lie to you for 20-some-odd years? I think he was married to Chris for 26 years at the longest. Actually, what was interesting also, before you answer that, uh, between the second and the first wife, there was actually a week. He actually divorced. Bruce Jenner divorced his first (laughs) wife on January the 1st in the year, I think it was 19, and I made notes, and here we go. He, He divorced his wife his first wife, in January of, I can't even see, uh, 1991. And January the 5th in 1991, he married his second wife. Now, if that don't tell you right there, I mean, I, 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 he didn't even let the paperwork really, like, like warm up, or at least it didn't even get to print in print before he, yeah, he didn't get to even get done with one before he was into another. And the same thing and the same phenomenon happened when he met Kris Jenner. He know, he knew her for five months, and then he mm-hmm. married her and into her family. Do you think that this speaks to some level of just uh, marriage issues, heterosexual or not, or is this just a problematic man and a, and a poor example of it, the indecision with transgender? I think he was problematic. It was very clear to me on his interview with Diane Sawyer that this is something that he actually struggled with. I don't take away the Mm -hmm. fact that this has been an inner struggle for him. He said he remembered as far as going back as four and five years old, the first time he ever wrapped up um, his head in his mother's scarf and ran out the back door and would wear it all the way to school. And, you know, he felt as if he had, um, you know, he was finally in the right clothing. But he knew that was something that he would never be able to do because his father was like a man's man. So he said Mm -hmm. that, you know, going into the Olympics and playing sports and football and all of that was a way of trying to force himself to be the person that he knew his family wanted him to be, but he didn't feel that he was. My problem with that is if you have a secret, I think secrets lose their power once you tell it. And if you are in a close-knit family or you have friends, you have people around you, then you have an opportunity to avail yourself and say, you know, this is what I'm feeling. Um, But to bring other people into it and to use uh, years, you can't get back the years of the lives that's been lost because you chose Uh to tell a lie. And that's what Uh I don't think is fair. I think he was a very problematic individual from the beginning. Again, I don't think that his wife did not know. I think they've had discussions about it. Um, If what the media tells us is true, and I don't know how much of it to believe because we weren't there. But um, if you know your kids, he said his children, you know, came in and saw him dressing up in their clothing, his daughters. Um, But it was Mm -hmm. just something that was never spoken of again. So, um, 
I think that it is something that he truly, truly struggled with. But I think that when you make a decision to enter into a union with a woman and say, you know, this is my wife and I'm going to love and honor her, we all have things that we go through in our marriage, whether it's infidelity, whether, you know, we don't tell our husbands everything, they may not tell us everything. You know, sometimes you have to grow um, and or you have to grow with that person in order to know that that person will not reject you because most of us fear being rejected. So I think that he felt a, um, to a great degree that he would be rejected by her, but I think in the same uh-huh. sense he owed it to her to say, this is who I am, this is the truth that I'm feeling, can you help me with it, can you get into counseling for it, but to just come out, you know, you could see their marriage dissolving, um, on air and she caught the brunt of that criticism when now in hindsight, which they always say is 2020, you can kind of see uh-huh. that there were more personal, deeper issues going on other than her trying to be a media whore or trying to control the family. She was literally losing the man that she grew to love uh-huh. who's now becoming a woman. Uh-huh. And I, I think that would be a tough pill for any of us to swallow. Any of us. So here, you have anything to add to that? Absolutely. Like I, I, I don't think anyone is dealing with the years of deception um, in this thing. And I, and I understand that it was something that he did actually struggle with early on, and could mm-hmm. never appropriately address. And I guess you know when he had kids, when you you make a decision when you have children, and mm-hmm. I think the responsibility was not just with his wife, but with, to his children. Absolutely. He, you know, I think this decision now because they're older, but it still ultimately affects him. And I think he's he's his happiest right now, but he's pulling so many people, and nobody's really addressing the issues of the years of deception. Correct. So I, you know, I I I feel sad for Chris right now and and his children because this is something that it's everybody has things to deal with in their family. But if mm-hmm. you can address it in your family environment, and then if you guys decide, okay, we're going to bring this public, then that's the appropriate time. It's like in the media now, and everybody's like, you're not supporting your ex-husband. But she had to deal with, number one, you made a key point, losing her husband. Her husband and then mm-hmm. the deception part, loving somebody wow. that really, you know, all that was fake. Like you loved a man. You didn't love a woman. You loved a man. <laughs> so right. dealing with right, that right, issue. Right. Uh-huh. Is one thing. Now, so gotta, she seems, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no. Go ahead. You she, go ahead. She's struggling. I mean, nobody's talking about the years of deception. He's just like, I want to be a woman now, and this is what I want. But what happened to the years of you not being a woman? Right. What does mm. that? We just erase that. What happened to to the kids' childhood? You know, their memories of their father. Is that should that right. be erased? As how far are we going to go with this? Okay, you can right. surgically try to look like a woman, but are you going to erase you being a father, a husband? Baby. See, now you're right. preaching. Now, now right. you're preaching. Now you're saying. And when I say preaching, when I say preaching, you're hitting a nail on the head is what you're doing. Because absolutely, a lot of people absolutely. Have to because all to me it's generational. That. It's just not about him. How far are you going to erase? Right. Like trying right. How to far delete. back do you go? You know, and say no, I, well, and, and to say I'm still your father, uh-huh. but I'm uh-huh. I'm a woman now. No, that that doesn't uh-huh. work. You know, you want me to respect right. you um, as a man, but I don't know who you um, are. 
but I don't know who you are. You know, I'm supposed to respect you as this authoritative figure, but you're an authoritative figure in lipstick with nails and a dingling. That makes no sense. Yeah, no. Say, but let me tell you about this fingernail. Let me tell you about this fingernail polish because I think we done started this a uh, whole. I mean, I see you know people coming. Oh, you just so Black Panther. Oh, you just so Black <laughs> Agenda. Oh, you just going too far with this Sharon. But listen, not a week ago did we not see on national television uh, a, a, a a Black man who plays professional basketball with his nails painted on a scale. I mean, it went that went viral. Uh, Miss mm. uh, Mary Jane, I'm calling her Mary Jane, but her real name is Gabrielle Union. Your husband paints his toenails black, and people were okay with that. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm, I may be from an old school, but I'm not that old. I'm just trying to understand how people don't see that this is letting and letting and letting. I think Once people you keep letting, see you just, it, don't but it's like... I'm sorry, Sharon. Mm-hmm. It's signs and no, wonders. No, you can't. Signs and wonders. I mean, people see what they want to see, and, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. co-sign certain things. But mm-hmm. I, I really, you know, to me, that's a sign. You paint your toenails. Mm-hmm. That's a sign for me. As a woman, that's a sign. Right. Like, okay. you can't do what I do and still call yourself a man. You know, that just, and, and I think, too, I that once you speak against it, then you're immediately labeled as controversial or biased mm-hmm. or not accepting or, you know, um, being critical. And I think there's a vast difference, or being judgmental, but there's a vast difference from being judgmental and, and standing up for what your core beliefs are. You know, it it was never, I've never seen a time where it just seems like all morals or the moral code for society is just going out the window. Everything is acceptable. So, you know, what do we tell our children? Mm. How do we stand by the convictions that we were raised with? You know, they don't want you to whoop your kids. They don't want you to um, have prayer in schools. It's just certain things, the the basic fundamentals of parenting that are being taken away, the basic fundamental rights of being married to being a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. Basic fundamental rights are being taken away. And the minute you say, no, I don't agree with that, it doesn't mean that I don't have people in my life that may struggle with it or people in my life that feel that this is how they are, but it doesn't mean that I have to accept it in order to love you. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Well, I got to open up these lines because people are blowing me up, and let me just give a little instruction for those of you who are having issues. I think the thing that's happened is we have so many people calling in. Um, there is a wait. Uh, there is a 500 person limit before it rolls back over into the next few I world saw baby. I didn't know I was gonna do like this tonight, but I knew that we were gonna have an outcry of people who absolutely want to be heard. The way that I identify you though is by the last four digits of your phone number. So if you dial into the number six four six four seven eight five six two five dial one, I can see your number and I can see the last four digits of your phone number. Please know the phone number that you're calling from because I don't know you. Okay? And I want you to be able to ask the questions that you have. If you are logging on to the website and cannot get in I need you to go to www.blogtalkradio.com. There's a forward slash to the empire, that's D-A-E-M-P-I-R-E. 
once you see my face, which is a big old, uh, big black girl with big old eyes, and some of them may be green, <laughs> some of them may be blue, um, click on the red link that says live shows, and you should be able to feed directly into this show. It may ask you for a log on name because then you will be able to be seen by Will, and that is how I would identify you. Let's open up the very first line who's been on hold with us this entire time. 2722, are you there? Do you have a question for my guest? Two seven two two. I see you. I hear you. Twenty seven twenty two are the last four digits of your phone number. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hi, it's me. Okay, me. Who is me? <laughs> Hi, this is um, Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca Maat. I just I didn't have any Hi. questions. I just I just wanted to call in and listen because I find it very interesting. So I'm I'm just here to listen. <laughs> well. Ayahuasca is one of my former guests who actually posted your video, Miss Andrews. Uh, oh, I don't hi. Know, Ms. Thank T- you so T-A. much. Yeah. She she was like, she, she doesn't have a lot to say, but let me tell you, when the girl opened her mouth, she's got something to say because she's a spoken word <laughs> artist, and I, I would love for her, if she has time later in the show, to come on and, and, and share a little bit of that with us. But we're going to go on to the next caller, 8222. Are you there? Eight two two two. That's the last four digits of your phone number. Okay, eighty two twenty two. I'm gonna need you guys to know the last four digits of your phone number, or else I don't know who you can call you by name. Let's go. Let's go with nine zero three four. Nine zero three four. Are you there? And can you hear me? Y'all scared? I think y'all scared. Nine zero. Three four. The last four digits of your phone number. Are you there? You know what? I think they scare. And you know what? I think this is one of the best examples of why people don't say their truth. I don't understand. Now, now, both of you ladies are are uh, very outspoken on 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 whatever you feel like you need to have said. What moved you again? Miss um, Andrews to actually post. I know you said it was something with the, the magazine cover because we've seen transgenders on the magazine cover, covers before. Actually, a whole year before this year, uh, Laverne mm-hmm. Cox was on the front of Time magazine and didn't get That's past right. the amount of support. What, what do you have to say about that? Um, well, the magazine cover, um, in and of itself, it was just. It was just how much attention was being given to it. First of all, I don't think it was newsworthy. I was I was very tired of hearing about it. I think certain things that people do in their life, if that's what you do, then that's what you do. You know, talk about it with your family, eat some chicken, and be done with it. But the whole world doesn't need to be known about it. It needs to know about it. And certain other things were going on, like the musician, I believe his name is Akan or Akon. He, you know, he provided... Mm-hmm. Um, electricity to 600 million Africans, like that should have been newsworthy. Like if you want to put something on the cover of a magazine, then let's address issues that matter. 
whether Bruce Jenner got a coochie or a ding-a-ling, it ain't going to really make no difference to none of us. We're not laying down with him. You know, at the end of the day, that's what they do. You live in an area and in a community you're over there in Hollywood and California where a lot of things are accepted that may not be accepted, um, you know, in the average neighborhood or to the average person that's going out and working and grinding and doing what they have to do every day. So I was really sick and tired of hearing it and seeing it on the news. But then when it started, it was trending with everything and, you know, men getting their nails painted pink and, and, you know, everybody saying go Bruce or go Caitlin and living your own truth. Like, that's just a bunch of bull. Certain things uh, would not be accepted if it were not coming from the Kardashian or from Bruce Jenner as a part of the Kardashian clan. And wouldn't be getting that type of attention. We still have millions, hundreds and thousands of African-American males that are locked up for drug crimes, mostly uh, marijuana, but yet you have Colorado who's increased their economy by over a billion dollars by making marijuana legal. So let's address some of the issues that matter and not be so concerned about whether food's got a blowout or, you know, whether he tucked his penis. Like, I really don't care. And I was just sitting here do, do you think it's because but, it's sex? Do you, think it, do you think it's just because it's sex? You said because of his sex? Because it is a sexual issue. I don't see the issue as being sexual. In or, in or I don't think it's a matter of it being sexual because in his interview, he said that he still loves women. You know, so he's not a lesbian. Um, he doesn't consider himself gay because he doesn't want to lay with the man, but you want to look like a woman. So that's not newsworthy to me. You could have put on a wig and did that with Chris. Y'all been doing it anyway. Tahira, do you have something to say before we open up more lines? Um, I just feel that the attention that it's getting from the media, the Kardashian family, they get a lot of attention. They're, they're media-driven. I think that the more the media feeds into stuff like this, the less distracted the United States is and divided that it is. So mm-hmm. we have to understand who we are and take our real position and definitely keep people informed on the real issues. And Absolutely. that's why platforms like this, the Love Zone, um, the Word Up show are important so we can really, really focus on, you know, our brothers and sisters that are dying and in, in right here in Newark and New, New Jersey. Right. Left and right. right. Like, we have real issues to overcome, Ferguson, to overcome right. Baltimore. before we can attack. I mean, I think it's a distraction. And once right. we uh-huh. focus on helping our youth, which they're crying out loud, for help right now. There are bigger things to focus uh, on. Right. Yes, than, I, than the Kardashians. I think, I, right. The Kardashians are a brand just like everything else. I think that mm-hmm. Laverne Cox, you know, and I'm just all about being fair because, like, whoever do it first should get the, get it first, even though I do not agree with going and cutting your penis off because inside you feel like a woman. What's going to happen when you turn back into feeling like a man and you ain't got no penis? Right. Like, I'm really working. Like, <laughs> he has not had, I mean, really, he does not have, he has not had the uh, actual surgery yet. He is in that process. Actually, a lot of different people have since come out saying, this has empowered them to go ahead and start their transition process. And, you know, I'll talk about it at the end of the show because I try not to monopolize the show, but I just don't care what you cut off. If I cut off my big toe, I still got a foot. 
I mean, that's just how that goes. It, it's not right. something that you can make up. But we're going we're gonna to open up another line. Last four digits of your phone number, 8514. 8514, are you there and can you hear me? I know you can because I can hear you. 8514, just say hello. If you just want to say hello. 8514, are you there and can you hear me? Ooh. I don't know if they're scared of me or if they're scared of you. Two? I don't know what y'all are done to these people. I don't want to say anything on the show. Let's see. 6927. Are you there and can you hear me? 6927. Oh, my God. Okay. 8962. 8962. And our sound is working fine. Our sound is working fine. 8962. Are you there and can you hear me? Hi. I'm here. Hi. You're not scared. Thank you. Jesus. She's not scared. Oh, wow. Okay, do you have anything to say to our guests? We have online our sisters, Talisha Andrews and Tahira Sutton. Or did you just want to have a make a comment? Well, no, I'm just enjoying the conversation. I find it very interesting what y'all are saying. What's interesting about a man that's uh, – now saying that he's a woman. What's interesting, what piqued your interest other than it just is kind of like a sideshow, if, if I can just be kind of crash about it? Well, I, it, it just made me think, you know, how did he grow up? Did something happen to him when he was a child? I mean, had he been molested? Uh, because I believe that we are who God made us. I, I don't believe that, you know, I'm like like she used the example of the foot. When you cut a toe off, you're still a foot. So I just mm-hmm. wonder what mm-hmm. makes his brain click to think the way that he's mm-hmm. thinking. Do you guys think that this is a mental disorder? Because it actually came out on yesterday, a psychologist who is of the belief, and I was surprised to hear somebody publicly admit it, that uh, at one point transgender uh, profession or transgender uh, testament uh, from a person was considered a mental disorder. Do either of you ladies think that this is a mental disorder that's being overlooked as a um, a real uh, sexual positioning? Sahira, uh, we'll go with you first, and then we'll come back with you, Felicia. Um, I, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, or you know, I feel like there's a deeper issue um, that that was never dealt with, to put it in the right way. Um, I don't know if we could classify it because I'm not qualified to classify it, but something in the beginning was going on that it wasn't enough attention on that real issue, and now he's dealing with it at 65. So I believe that it was a, a deeper issue. Um, I don't know if it could, like she said, necessarily be called a mental disorder because I'm not um, qualified in order to make that determination. But I think we're all born with certain chemicals in our body. We're all born with masculine and feminine energy, whether you be male or female. And the body that you're born in should determine what energy um, dominates your life. So I think that if he said he was running around in his mother's scarf and shoes at four and five and six years old, you know, some things as parents, we say, oh, that's cute. Oh, look at them. No, 
take my shoes off and go put you on some sneakers if you're a son in my house. You know, if you're a daughter uh-huh. in my house and all you want to wear is sneakers and Joe, and Joe boxers, um, no, go get you some underwear and put you on some pantyhose so that I can bring you, call you into your femininity or call you into your masculinity. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know that it's necessarily a mental disorder other than, uh, you know, an imbalance of chemicals because that's all feelings and emotions are. Certain chemicals are released in your mind, and then you feel this way. You feel this way one day, you feel this way the next day. So you have to be um, responsible enough to yourself first and then to your family and to society to be able to balance those changes. If we all went on how we felt, this world would be chaotic. So just because I don't feel like being a mother today don't mean I get to kill my kids. I don't feel like being a wife today don't mean I get to go sleep with somebody else's husband. You know, you have to balance yourself and be responsible for the calling what you've been called in to be. So I don't think he has a mental disorder. Again, I just think that this is something that he's probably dealt with for years, that he hadn't been honest with himself in, and I think that he probably had people around him that could see it, that could notice it, and for whatever reasons didn't want to call him on it. Maybe, you know, he just had a circle of yes people, but I have come to find that there is a time and and space in your life that you need somebody to tell you, no, that's not cute, that don't work for me, and you're not going to do that with me. Mm. Tahira, I don't want (laughs) to leave anybody out. If you want to weigh in on that one before we go to our next call, and again, callers, I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, so you might want to maybe call yourself back or something, and know like, the last four <laughs> digits of your phone number. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't. I'm not going to even pretend like I knew all of my phone numbers. I have four, and, it, you know, they're for different things. And I don't know my number either, so I've never called myself. But if you're calling from a number that you don't know the last four digits of it and you hear your line open up, I think there's a little prompt that says you're on, you're live on the air or something to that sort. That that lets me know that I have your line open. And please, just if you want to say hi, if you're here to support, Support your girls here tonight. I do appreciate you calling. You're always welcome to say your piece. I am not going to cut you off if you say something I disagree with. I just ask that you just kind of acknowledge that I'm not just talking to free air. You know, we have had some people call on here, and they just want to breathe. God, they just want to breathe on the phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a talk show. Let's have a little conversation. Um, Tahir, did you have anything to add to that before we open up? No, you can open up the line. Okay, 9034, you're on the air. Can you hear me? I don't want to say your whole number. Area code 347, last four digits of your number is 9034. How about that? Okay. You still don't know your number. Okay, let's open up this line. Are you there? Are you there? Can you hear me? I think you have blocked your number, but I, I can see you. 1111, are you there? Can you hear me? Okay, y'all don't hear me. Let's see if we can play. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's 
Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell them the Empress sent you. You look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just a plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYT Studios. And listen. Let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. not the clap that I like, so I'm going to get you for that. Um, but, yeah, we are back, and we are on the line with our divas. I don't like to say girls because you, we grown women up in here. <laughs> we got Talisha Andrews. We got Talisha Andrews on the line, a uh, popular star. I'm going to call you a star, honey, because you are, when you're able to tell a truth. But, listen, I'm so serious. When you're Thank able you. to tell a truth, that's just the truth. I think it resonates, and it's proof. Purpose, uh, uh, you're going um, viral on World Star Hip Hop. You know, people think World Star mm-hmm. only has the, the booty pop stuff, but it doesn't. <laughs> it has the truth on there. Some stuff is actually absolutely the truth and should be shared. The stuff that should be shared, the stuff that should go viral, just like you say, is not even the stuff that we see, whether it's on the news or it's on social media. We also have our, our sister, our Miss Tri-State America Nations, Miss Tihara Sutton, who is representative. And let me ask you, what three states are there? Is it New York, New Jersey? It's New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> oh, wow. Boy, baby, I didn't. Baby, listen. I'm just trying to get there because it's a different kind. It's a different kind of world out there than it is down here. And I'm telling you, it's not a bad thing. I think when you're around people who are different from you, it proofs you to tell the Absolutely. truth. And y'all don't have no problem doing that. When you live around a bunch of people who don't know nothing and who ain't about nothing, who ain't trying to do nothing, you'll get in a nothing bucket with them. And I think that is <laughs> the truth of what our show is about. Don't you think that's the truth? I'm just trying to be mm-hmm. honest with you tonight. Yep. I was um. Also wondering how you ladies felt about the whole Arthur Ashe, and I think, uh, Talisha, you even mentioned it, because first of all, I noticed last year when they honored the young man who came out um, in the NFL that he was gay, Mm -hmm. and then I even looked further back, and it's actually since 2012, there has been some award related to, well, the Arthur Ashe Award has been given out since, I think, 2007. And it mm-hmm. might even be a little bit earlier than that, but I started to look at it about four or five years ago, and I even noticed before they announced that this would be given to Bruce Jenner that in the last three years the award has been given to someone who is strongly representative of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender uh, community, the LGBT. And it was hard for me to – I didn't even know what that was for real, but it's so common to see it associated with every facet of like right now, and for him to get this award just moved me in a different way. You said something particular about it with regard to how you felt with it. Could you share that with us? Are you talking to me? Which one? Yes. <laughs> Let's see. We'll start with uh, Talisha because I think you had mentioned it before, and then to hear you can you can come on in after. Yes, um, I I did not feel that um, a person who chooses their 
sexual orientation should be awarded um, or that distinctively given to people who. Okay, your phone line just went out. I'm not sure. I still see your number here, so if you could just try to get in a better area. I don't know if your reception has lost to here. Are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, if you could share with us, then we'll wait for our sister to get back. I'm sorry. Um, I just feel that a lot of the media and the attention, just not with the awards, is is being distracted. It's, It's being taken away from the real issues. I'm just ready to attack and get back to what's really wrong with America today. I mean, we have a youth that we don't have answers for. I, I feel like mm-hmm. it's the lost generation. And mm-hmm. I I understand, you know, we did give him the award, but I think our attention is being distracted <laughs> so we won't mm-hmm. focus on the real issues. I'm not sure what we're being distracted from. That's what scares me. I don't know what we're being distracted from because, you know, the, the, the word distraction has come up in several other shows that I've done lately with regard to uh, what we're being told, what we're being told to look at and not look at. Now, we know that we got police brutality because if it had not been for the cell phone and for other uh, means of communication, we wouldn't know about a lot of things that I think have been issues for for years and years. But with regard to us celebrating, I think the biggest issue that I had was about us celebrating this, which I don't understand why we would celebrate someone's uh, sexuality on and by itself. I think we're all sexual beings. That's just my take. 2751, are you there and can you hear me? 2751. I really would love for you guys to share with us. 2391, how about you? Are you there and can you hear me? I'm here. I can hear you. Okay. How do you feel about Mr. Bruce Jenner or Miss Caitlyn Jenner? I think it's disgusting. Um, and Sharon, you know, you know how I am. I've kept quiet. I do. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I, I pick and choose my battles. And I think it's gross. I, I, I don't, I frown, I frown upon it. I ain't got no heaven or hell to put nobody in. But, I mean, I think you can transform a man into a woman, but nobody has a cure to cancer. I don't understand. Um mm. I just, I, I just, I, I won't go there because it's stupid to me, and I'll, I'll keep my opinions to myself. But I, I'll keep, I'll keep one open. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. But like mm. I saw a meme that said, "His mama named him Bruce. I'm gonna call him Bruce," and that's just what it is. <laughs> well, I said, look, I said the same thing because I'm like, I understand when you want to recreate the idea of who you are, but the actual, I'm going to turn myself into something that I'm literally the opposite of, like that just was kind of scary to me. Let's see if some of these other lines can open. And, again, I'm going to open up your line, and if you'd like to have something to say, we're not going to blast you out by uh, sharing with us. And, you know, 
to Rhea, she knows uh, she's on the show all the time that her opinion matters just like everyone else's. And I think the reason why a lot of people don't have anything to say on this particular issue is because they feel like they're going to be put into a basket of, of hate when this is not about hate. This is not about hate. This is not about judgment either. But everybody has an opinion on this, believe it or not. Everybody does, whether or not you know uh, what you want to say and how you want to share it is a different beast. Uh, are you there and can you hear me? This is my block caller. Hello. Hello. You just gonna breathe? Yes, you're there. Hi. Are you there? Would you like to share something with us about the show tonight? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> just saying hello. I guess. I, I I I don't know if you know when we have sex shows or when we talk about. What I say, aberrant sex or extra sex, some sex that can't nobody contain, sex all on the on the dry outside, you know, with people, husbands, and swapping and all that kind of stuff. People are so, so, so super articulate about this. And mm-hmm. now we're talking about a man wanting to reassign his sexuality uh, or his sexual identity from one bucket to the opposite, and no one has anything to say. I'm welcoming you to please have something to say. 6254, are you there, and can you hear me? 6254, are you there, and can you hear me? That's me. My phone dropped the line. I was talking, and then it went into FaceTime. I have a smartphone, so I had to call back in, but this is Talisa Andrews. (laughs) Okay, Talisa, I'm so glad that you got back. Baby, you got the special phone. See, I got a track phone, and a track phone is going to do exactly Exactly what you tell us to do, baby. He ain't doing nothing extra because you have to pay for that. Eighty-five fourteen, are you there? Eighty-five fourteen, are you there? Can you hear me? Eighty-five fourteen. I mean, I think you guys have lots of support all over the globe tonight. I don't know if these callers are hearing me, and there is possibly like a two or three second delay between when I'm speaking and when you hear me, but if you hear me, I can hear you. We're going to keep opening up the lines, and if you have any background noise, please uh, handle that, and and we'll still open up your lines. Let's see, 2751. We got two phone calls with that. Uh Uh-oh. That might be the issue. 2722. How about you, I know this uh, Ayahuasca. Are you there, honey? Let's please have something to say because these people are scared on here. <laughs> yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, I just want to say this one. Um, I wasn't really open to the idea because in my eyes, Bruce or Caitlin, um, it's not really relevant in my eyes. I, I don't see why. And I do agree with everybody who's talking as well. I feel like there's other issues that we – should actually focus on. I don't believe he should actually get that award. Um, but I have heard it from both sides, though. So I, I, I'm listening to the ladies speak now, and I also heard it from the other sides also. And people, a lot of people are also saying, you know, they're praising him, and, you know, he's, he's just being exactly who he was meant to be and all this other stuff. But to be completely honest, I feel like that just surrounds the money aspect of it. That's, that's, I mean, people are only praising him because he had enough coins to actually go and do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like, if uh, picking from Tammy's video also, because I could definitely agree when she was saying, like, you have babies 
who are growing up in um, predominantly black areas who are doing the same thing, but they don't necessarily have the money, and they are getting abused for it versus right. Bruce is getting praised for it. So it's, it's, I think it just comes down to, like, the fame and then the money behind it and then who he is and who he's related to as far as the Kardashians. So mm-hmm. that's all I had to say, really. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, my girl uh, did not. Let's see, I see her um, in here. Uh, I don't see your number, Tammy. Tammy, I need you to type me. Type me, and I'm typing right now. She said she was invited, and you were, sweetie. Please do not hang up because listen, she broke it down so hard. I don't know the last four digits of your number. There are so many callers on here that don't want to speak. But what I will do is I will search for you. Uh, I need you to. Text me or inbox to me the last four digits of your phone number so that we can get you online because she spoke to that very thing. She spoke really passionately. And, baby, she I ain't calling her gutter, but, baby, she went to the gutter because she said that there are some people who are upholding this man's position and then at the same time damning their own children, damning their own family, damning Absolutely. their own flesh, not allowing their own children to sleep in the homes that they have. So, Tammy, if you can hear me and I'm going to try Let me do this Let me try and play a song right quick And we're going to get you on Because this is this is something that needs to be said This is something that needs to be heard Let's see if we can just play a short something And I don't want to play no song like that Do not play the thought song, okay Let's not play the thought song Because that's not what I'm trying to do And somebody will say that I call Bruce Jenner a, a thought Let's play what we play at the beginning Oh, God. 
at church and his throat go out and then he said, Ooh, the devil got in my throat. The devil tried to get in my phone tonight, but I got it <laughs> under control. <laughs> Tammy, are you there? Please, Miss P A, are you there, honey? Yes I am. Yes, honey. Yes. Miss P A is in the house. People weren't saying yes. anything, but I've been on the line for the longest and it wasn't working. Oh, okay. Well, I do apologize. It's just because people want to hear you. The people, this is what my girl said, work. The people want to hear the story. The people want to hear you guys so much so that the lines may have locked up because there are numbers still coming in. They're not showing a call time rotation, so it may be just because they know it's you, honey. They know it's you coming on the show tonight, and I hope you read it because, listen, we've been talking about it for a while. You said you've been hearing about it, and let me introduce you to, in a proper way. Let me find my applause because, you know what, I really want you to come back on the show, and I don't want you to say, ooh, that girl don't know what she's doing, and she was having the whole so long. This is Tammy P.A., y'all. This is Tammy P.A. Listen, introduce yourself to the people who don't know who you are. Okay, I'm Tammy P.A., businesswoman, comedian, actress, um, LGBT advocate, and native New Yorker. Hi, ladies. All right. Hi, how are you, Tammy? I'm great. Glad and you're first, here. I've got to tell you, on... ladies, something really quickly. I was on the line listening the whole time. I'm going to let you ladies know something really quickly and always keep this in mind. Gender has nothing to do with sex. If gender had anything to do with sex, there would be no LGBT people. There'd be no gay men. There's nothing to do Uh with sex. Gender just makes you male or female. It has nothing to Uh do with sexuality. Okay, so since you started there, Tammy, please explain to us what you mean when you say that, because a lot of people, when you hear LGBT, people automatically think sex. People automatically think sex, and they automatically think sexual intercourse rather than gender. So explain that a little bit more. That's a perversion. That's a perversion 
or um, that's a perversion of another person's mind. Your LGBT okay. is, is it's a title to describe a community of people, just like you have a Latino community, or you may have a Russian community, uh, or you may have an overweight BBW party. That doesn't mean you people have sex all the time. Only BBWs are BBWs all day. But it, it, mm-hmm. who you sleep with is only a small portion of your life. I think it's outside mm-hmm. people who think that gay people run around having sex while doing dishes and they frying the chicken and having sex and they having sex in the kids' room. No, they don't. They're not as sex, any more sexual than anyone else. This is a okay, misconception. Okay. This is like saying all black men have big penises. Is that you guys find that to be true? Well, I only had one no. black man, and he's pretty well holding his own, so I'm happy. Well, you know, he represent. He must be representing, honey, because yeah, I've had He represents me well. <laughs> he's, he's well I don't really know person. how many other there are out there, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, well this is, but this is what I'm explaining, that people tend to associate with uh, the LGBT with sex. We're more than sexual mm-hmm. beings. We're business owners. They're preachers. They're daughters. They're mothers. They're sons. They're people. They're people just like okay. you and everybody else, just like the transgender community. What some people don't understand okay. is being transgendered is nothing new. And before Laverne mm-hmm. Cox, there was Tracy Africa in the 70s, who was a major model in the 70s who was transgendered. But she didn't have the complexion with the connection, so she didn't get the notoriety and all the fame and glory that you see with Bruce Jenner. Gay people, uh-huh, uh-huh. we have been here forever. We're not going anywhere. So I suggest people just buckle up and enjoy the ride. Well, okay, I don't so think that is an issue people, with gay. We have to understand that if a person is transgendered, what some people don't understand is it's not a choice. Being LGBT, you have some people, like I tell people all the time, just because you sleep with another man or another woman doesn't necessarily make you gay. Some people are socialized gay. Some people are born gay. And then you have those that go to jail and they are made to be gay. There's different reasons why people do what they do. But what I do know is, if everybody understood that Bruce Jenner, I'm proud for Kate. What's her name? Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. proud for. I'm mm-hmm. proud of her. I'm happy for her success. But as a community of same gender loving people, we have much work to do in our community. Over forty percent of the almost five hundred thousand homeless teens are LGBT, and that is not a coincidence. What this says to me is that parents are not being understanding. And what I explain to straight people all the time is I come from two straight parents, a five-baptized holiness minister, and her deacon husband. And nobody molested me. No one beat me. I don't have any horror stories other than I saw straight people who were not accepting of me. That's my only horror story. And I explain to people all the time, it's you straight folks having all the gay kids, y'all have to accept your children. As Christians, I don't know what your sexual preference is or your, your religious preference is, but you are supposed to hate the sin, not the sinner. You are not well, I agree 100% with that. I am a Christian. I'm, my husband's a pastor, and I'm an associate pastor. So even though um, I come across very, I'm very passionate about what I believe, my problem with this whole Bruce Jenner thing, or um, and I'm not going to. Don't let it be a problem for you, Reverend. Don't yeah, let that, it be a okay, problem for I shouldn't you. Get them, maybe that's the wrong word because it's not. That is definitely the wrong word. Let's first do this. 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 Let
we lack to hear each other. Before I know, but this is the thing complete. I'm explaining to people is, as people of color, as oppressed mm-hmm. people, we need mm-hmm. to be careful not to oppress other oppressed people. That's what mm-hmm. we need to do as oppressed people. And what we need to mm-hmm. understand is the body of Christ is not about people acting like Jesus' uh, co-director, his, his co-defendant. And do, no, no, no. What people need to understand is you draw people to God with love and understanding. That's okay, but can I say this God. to you, Tammy? I think and I agree with you with that because the Bible strictly teaches us love and kindness have I drawn thee. And he further tells us that Jesus didn't come to convict the world of sin but to convince them of their righteousness. Issue with acceptance or with love, I think that where, it, where the, the line becomes very gray is that the minute, in, and this has been my personal experience, that someone begins to speak out against what I don't, care for with me or that I may not believe in that immediately you're you're being um, labeled as being judgmental well, or I don't not see accepted. That. So I don't, no, no, I don't no, no. This think is my that thing. it's a matter of not you. accepting or I loving agree. because I have people in my in my circle in, in our church. They are of the homosexual community. I don't treat you any different than I would treat the heterosexual or the drunk man that comes in or the person that comes in in the wheelchair. We don't differentiate on those levels. But I think that because society is now saying or imposing a specific belief that because you have been oppressed for so long that now it's like, here we are, you're going to accept us, and that's the bottom line. And that is where I think the line um, gets erased as far as being able to be respectful of what the other person may or may not feel. If, if you don't have an understanding of a community, and I started off my video by saying, I'm not a part of the LGBT community, so I'm not aware of the, the hurdles that have had to be crossed in order to get where you are at this point and at this stage of life. But just like some people in certain communities, they've never seen black people. I have dealt with people like that. So when they hear a black person that's articulate, that can hold your own, that's a homeowner, that has different things going on in their lives, then you're considered a different kind of black because you don't know me. So I think that the lines of communication have to be opened up where we can agree to disagree but still be able to love and respect one another as opposed to tolerating one another. Because if I'm only tolerating you, it's inevitable that my level of tolerance is going to run out. Oh, this is my thing. Okay. Now, I'm fine with everything that you said, Reverend, but what I will tell you is your analogy, when you spoke of the LGBT community, you compared them to your acceptance of a drunk or a person in a wheelchair. Now, that within itself shows an undertone of disregard for my people. Now, what I'm explaining to you is you could have compared us. You could have compared us to a tribe of Indians. You could have compared us to a, 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 a mosque full of, of Muslims. You could have compared us to anything else, but you compare us to people that you feel are sick and suffering and need help. No, Let because my first I said heterosexual. I said heterosexual first. I'm a heterosexual. My point was it, because I don't know and, uh, you know, uh, uh, like a chick or to consider you to be beneath I included myself in that. I said the heterosexual first or a person because those are the people that come into our church or that's the people that I deal with in our community. So that's who I I don't deal with the mosque or, or, you know, a tribe of Indians. So I wouldn't make that comparison because that's not my immediate circle. But the thing that I'm saying, so it's no disrespect to you. This is the thing I'm explaining to you. 
what you compare me to is what you see me as or what you see me in correlation or relation to. So when you're saying that you see a, a blind, a, a, a drunk person or a person in a wheelchair, let me explain to you something about my community So because you don't understand this community, and I'm going to explain to you something about my community. We are. And, and just in the and, and, and I'm going to let the you do that. Tammy, Tammy, I'm going to let you do then the average gay household makes more money than the average heterosexual household. We are, we, we, we are professionals. We're artists. We're parents. We have, we, we're, we're multifaceted hats just like you and everybody else. What people don't understand, I explain this to people all the time, what people don't understand is transgendered people, LGBT people, we are not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. And so the best thing you can do is, do not have sexual reassignment surgery because you don't want to be a transsexual. Do not marry and or date a transsexual. But when I explain to people, no one wants to be tolerated because I don't need anybody sitting uh-huh. around me trying to stomach me. That's not what I need. Uh-huh. What I'm explaining to people uh-huh. is as a community, and when I say as a community, I'm talking about people of color. We need to, and I'm not all colors. I don't care if you got a streak of beige up the, your backside. I'm talking people of all colors. We need to be concerned about the issues that are affecting our community. Like I explained to people, people are quick to discriminate against LGBT people, and this, 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 that. It's heterosexual women that are carrying all the HIV and AIDS these days. We need to be concerned about that. Why this man wants to change his life into a woman. You don't understand what it feels to wake up and not want to be yourself every day. If this is like women okay. going this, to have No, you can't. That's not true. With these push-up bras and these body bags. Okay. okay. That's incorrect. And, and that I can't accept because I think that's a large generalization because when my husband cheated on me and I found out that he had been in adultery and I have a son and a daughter, I woke up and didn't want to be who I was every day. No, so but you, you can't just generalize that I'm and localize that to a certain community. These are, these, are, these are CDC statistics, honey. These are numbers. The numbers never lie. And but no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about specifically in people, all, all the numbers are to, not 100% accurate because everything this is, is the not thing. This is the thing. recorded or logged in. This is the but thing. I'm let's saying do that this. Keep, let's do this, ladies. Let's do this. Let's do this because we are the turning of quickly into female. It's minority it's, female. If you, it's for years, it has been minority female. Now, what I want to explain to people is these are the concerns that are my concern. And when people want to worry about Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner doesn't need to come to your church and pay tithes, and she will not. We want people I'm to not Tammy, 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 let Tammy, Tammy, let me say this. Tammy, let me say this. Tammy, let me say this just so that I can kind of bridge, because uh, I think you both are actually saying the same things, but you're getting crossed up with different. No, we're not because, because she's explaining. Well, but listen, when you say when you say when you say the when you say the statistics about the leading cause of AIDS in, in black women, you cannot even speak from that from. I didn't say the leading cause. I didn't say the leading cause. Wait, 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 Okay, the the largest growing number uh, and category of women in the black community right. are heterosexual who are having African-American black women who, who practice heterosexual sex have the highest rate. So for me to actually absorb that and understand that and be a part of Google that it. community, how, 
I, I know that that's true. I, I'm a nurse by mm-hmm. profession, and I study CDC. That's what I do. And these are the things so I know that, that is absolutely true. These but are the things that as sisters, even physicians, and have platforms. These are the things we need to be concerned with as women. Not being concerned. But how can a woman who doesn't eat? But you're not listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that that makes sense to a heterosexual black woman who's in that community for a spokesperson who practices in that community. That's just like me getting up and being in front of the LGBT and trying to tell y'all how to fix your finances in that community. I'm not a part of that community. So I cannot hear you when we when we have a miscommunication and I think what she's trying to say No 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 what it is people this is this is a thing you people don't understand explain this and I'll say this See, time. but you keep you Before you're... I am LGBT I am a woman of color I am a woman okay. of color I understand and when that. I, I understand that. that I have mo- I have a mo- had a mother I have lost my niece to HIV and AIDS. And this is why I mean, and she was never as she was never with a gay man. She was never we have to understand as a as a community that needs healing. Instead of looking uh-huh. for reasons to find difference, we need to uh-huh. find common ground to find unity. But because can I say this, but what you said, that's what you're saying. You're saying I'm going that's what you're, we do need to find a common but that's ground. What you're, but like what you and that's what you're said saying a, a now. I do know was that the LG, we're not going anywhere. So you just have to tell. No one is alienating you or not accepting you. As I said before, and I will say it again, I have people in my life who are part of the community, who I love dearly. I have people in my life whom I have lost to AIDS. I have, whether it be through um, HIV from being in same-sex relationships, whether it be from blood transfusions, whether it be from a wife contacting AIDS from her husband who was a drug addict. So I am fully aware of the epidemic that's in the African-American community. What I'm saying is you are so passionate about it because that's the community that you are from. But you can't expect me to have the same passion when that's not my community. My concern right now is my son who is about to be deployed to ISIS. My concern are my children and, and how their education is going to be funded for the next several years. My concern are things that are concerns me with the community that I'm in, not necessarily the community that you're so passionate about. It doesn't mean that I have any less love or care for that community. It means that it's not my passion because that's not where I'm from. Nobody okay, so okay, so this is my question. Okay. If this is not her concern, Reverend, with all due respect, why are you on this call? As a clergy, your concern is the souls no. and, and well, let me just say this. as I'm a not, whole. I, I'm oh, not wow. Not, oh, not, wow. Not, oh, wow. No, 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 oh, wow. What we're going to do, what we're going to do now, what we're going to do now, okay, what we're going to do now is we're going to push pause. We're going to push pause. We're going to push mute because I think that there needs to be the disclaimer here because I my intention was to invite persons who are very outspoken about the Bruce Jenner transitioning. That was the purpose of the call. And the reason why there are people on the call are because people were very passionate and outspoken in a video uh, viral way or in a way that was intriguing to myself to incite a call. So that is why everybody's on the call, and I need everybody to Take a deep breath because I think this is this is the exact reason why things cannot be done in a way that is in order and in fashion is because we are 
speaking at each other and we're not listening to a full context of where someone is coming from. Each and every person on this line is an individual world, all of and of their own. And any mini disaster in that world is a World War Three for that person. And in order for you to sign up anybody to fight in your war, you have you cannot come on a defense. You cannot come on a defense. I think that you both ladies have beautiful platforms, have beautiful abilities to articulate your positions. I think we're losing it. I think we're losing it because where we are right now is we're just arguing again about the differences between us. Everybody everybody on this line that was invited is black and female, okay? That's one of the mm-hmm. things that I love about understanding the reasons as to why we're here is that some of the common themes that we have are the very reasons that we separate. And there should not be any discord or any question about who and what, what we are. You we are all women. I came on here. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to discount your conversation, Ms. Tammy, because I totally respect your position. I totally respect where you are and what you have to say. But what I'm saying is that if, if we're trying to learn, we're trying to learn, and I'm, I'm trying to open up the, the the levels of communication between what I don't know and what I think uh, the sister does not know, and we're asking for that explanation. And in 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 the stead, I think what has happened there has been a condemnation of us uh, not wanting to hear you. We're absolutely wanting to hear you. I'm absolutely wanting to hear what you have to say. Are you willing to share that with us? Because I, you know, I kind of hear some background conversation, and I want to still extend. I want to know if if that's what what we're wanting to do right here because I think you you have a platform you have a powerful platform you have the ability to give the knowledge that we need to know we need to know if we're doing something to separate ourselves from you uh, can you hear me yes I can hear you but it's just, okay I'm, okay so like I said to you, okay if if we as people would understand that certain things have been imposed on us the the confines of gender is something that is man-made. If in the beginning, men wore skirts and heels and women didn't. It's what society tells us are our norms and that we impose and superimpose on other people. This is what I'm explaining. And what I'm saying, mm-hmm. is, like I said before, when it comes, and I'm a person, like I said, I'm a God-fearing woman. But, however, I do understand that the Bible is one of those books that people tend to only read the parts that don't apply to them. And they, they, they harp on the parts that don't apply to them. Well, as a community, point, we, as a community, uh, yeah, we are a powerful right, community right. that we are not going anywhere. And instead of working collectively together, you don't have to uh-huh. understand my sin, just like I don't have to understand yours. But what we okay. do and, need and to I understand think this is the first time we've ever heard God is the righteous judge, not Bishop Weeks, not Bishop this, not Bishop that. Nobody is the righteous righteous judge but God. And and I think that God, the Bible, judgment, condemnation, none of that prior to to now have we have we even associated that with any 
uh, to have this conversation because I think no, I heard the, the church being weird. prior to me coming on the call, and when I before I came on the call, Reverend, I listened to the comments about this is what I I explained to people. This 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 share you know, this share this I don't Reverend who likes being offensive. Being offensive is not my, my that's not my knack. I don't want to be offensive to anyone. Mm-hmm. If I see right, a person, right. if I see a person, and I see that they have a way of identifying themselves as female. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. I'm going to be respectful and see them mm-hmm. or at least try to see that individual as they see themselves as not to offend them. What about the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, okay. Have you been that way? Because I'm going to call this that way. Because I'm going to mean it. I, ahead, I sat on the ahead. call and listened to so if I cut my toes off, I'm still, still afoot anyway. And I listened to all of these comments. And my thing that I'm explaining mm-hmm. to people is it's just best if you want things to be harmonious and easy in life to see people as they see themselves. I'm not trying to be funny. Most people in these marriages, y'all, people are unhappy. And if my friend want to mm-hmm. play happy, I'll sit with her and watch her play happy and play happy with her. If this is what you want, need in your life to feel complete, who am I or anyone else to say I'm going to still identify you as who you used to be? What some people don't understand, no. the cultures all over mm-hmm. the world where gender is fluid. In India, you are considered I, a god if you're transgendered. There are people all over the world who have done this. It's just closed-minded, small-minded Americans who tend oh, to feel wow. that they can dictate to people how they should live their life. My life is my gift from God, and how I choose to use that life, that's my that's for me to stand judgment on. Absolutely. It's not anyone to judge anybody. And, and I heard all the I don't comments think... about him cutting off his ding-ding and all the disrespectful things, and what some people don't understand. So I, I started first to tell you ladies, it sounds really ignorant for someone to say gender and sex in the same sentence because they are not one in the same. One does not reflect the other one, and they have no crime. It's nothing in common with gender and sex. That's like saying pumpkins and automobiles. It has, one has nothing to do with the other. And when you read, and that's, that's, a, and that's exactly, and that's exactly why, that's exactly something, it's best that's exactly why we asked you to be here. That's exactly why we asked you to be here, and instead of being here and explaining that to us, you have taken an offense to what was exactly no, how some people it. think. I'm not offended. Nobody's you offended. Just, I'm, you, I'm not offended. Well, I think it's offended. if you're not offended, if you're not offended, then you have you have done just exactly what you asked others not to do by labeling people no, 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 no. who understand, who's understanding level. Okay. I'm not okay, offended. Okay. Well, I just know well, we're about you, 32. I came on this show. Were very. I okay. heard all the comments, and a lot of the comments and, and were not affirming. And it's, as people of color, we need to try to be affirming to one another. And when I say affirming is, if I see you're overweight and you're jogging, I'm not going to say, well, regardless of what she eats, she's going to be fat anyway. No, I'm going to say, uh-huh. well, good day, sis. God bless. Hope she does well. We need to start saying things that are affirming to one another. That's what we need to do as people. Because to always look down your nose to see somebody in a struggle, what people Nobody. don't Nobody's doing that. Nobody's that doing that. Nobody's before. doing I that. I was on hold for 20 minutes. And I was and the I one who made the, the comment. Time. And I was the one who made the comment. And the reason why I said it in that context is that's exactly what a lot. Well, no, I'm not upset. No, 
know what I'm okay. what I'm what I'm what I feel like is that this is the exact persona of the LGBT. It's an aggressive. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's an aggressive. But see, I got 15 minutes at the end of the show. I got 15 minutes at the end of the show, and I promise you, this was a platform for you to do exactly what you're saying. We don't do. It's to explain. It's to give a a I word or a gift. No, what you've done, what you've done is you've highlighted, you've highlighted the ignorance, and you've also reinforced some. Uh, some criticisms that the LGBT has against non-understanding people, and that's why you were at, that's why you were asked to be here. And I really, I really didn't, you know, I, I had know, who is this I almost didn't want to. This is the because effort. you have your this views. Is the, this is the thing. You have your views. No, 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 no. You don't even know my view. You don't even you know my view. You don't even know my view. You thought about a I do not. You know nothing about. Not. You know nothing about this community. I do not. But for people to sit here not. and think that it's okay to mark. Okay, this is how we do this on the empire. This is how we do this on the empire because I'm not here to argue. I don't have preconceived ideas. I offer the platform for people to explain their position. The reason why we're having this show is so that we can understand the reasons as to why people can say things like, oh, he didn't cut his dick off, and so now he's a female. This is the platform for you to dispel some of that. But instead, we've gotten into a war of words. We've gotten into some logistics about what I believe when I haven't even expressed that. I've simply gotten questions from persons who were interested in this show, who didn't want to do this show, who said that, no, I think this is too touchy. This is the same type of effect that you have with politics. This is the same type of effect that when you do talk about sexual activity, this is the same type of attitude that you have when it comes to black and white and race and interracial and things. Is because people are not willing to be able to calmly address what issues that they have when they are spokespersons for, for that community. So, in essence, we are at the same point that we were at the beginning of the show. And so instead of opening up the phones, because I'm not sure that we, we've gotten anywhere, because I did not. My intent from the very beginning of the show was to not spew hate. My intent from the very beginning of the show was not to misrepresent a community that I am not a part of. It was able, it, I was opening up this show so that we can talk about the issues that people have with Bruce Jenner transitioning. And we are so far from that, we've gone all the way into the church, we've gone all the way into the pulpit, we've gone all the way into saying that, we are ignorant, looking out nose down at people when all I wanted to do was to provide a platform for people to be able to ask the questions, and we have not been able to do that. So what I'm going to do is play the end part of the show, and then I'll come back with my last thoughts because I think we've lost it. I think we've lost it. It happens every time when there's a perfect opportunity for us to open up ourselves into a community of listening, and a community is also defined as a place where people find a commonality between themselves not the functionality of how it works. It's just they're in the same group. And we have black women on this phone that has now turned into real housewives. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com. 
where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight, but nobody's going to change this but us. Being a part of the black community in and of itself is enough struggle, and I felt like that this was a struggle that maybe we were represented in as well. If you remember at the beginning of the show, I also said that Laverne Cox was one of the first persons that I remember. People can probably go further back, but I have never seen or heard of as much fluff and and puff over something that is not brand new. And if you heard also at the beginning of the show, I do say that, you know, we're separated by a whole lot of different things that are just different because of the way that we function in the world. But our biology and sexuality and religion and politics, all of those other things just further divides us. But the common things that we have should be the bridge between us at least listening to each other. And that's what I was going to try to do. Now, we were talking about Bruce Jenner and his his decision to now live in the fullness of what he felt like he was inside. Now, I can't tell you what you feel like inside. I'm telling you what has happened is that a man who inside feels like a woman has decided to now address the outside of himself instead of the inside. That is an error. That it, to me, that's an error. It's something that is uh, practically irreversible, and it does not fix his inside issue. Now, the reason why he's inside is a whole nother show, and I think we were kind of going to that because you can't help it. The man is actually functioning in a way that he has to in order to fit into this world that we're in. The world that we, we are in says if you have breasts, if you have a vagina, if you have a big booty, if you have hair running down your back, and you walk in prance like a girl that you're a girl, when all that is is characteristics and assignments of what it looks like to be female, has nothing to do with what's on the inside of yourself. Yes, a lot of heterosexual people are on the down low. Yes, there are a lot of people who are uh, calling themselves bisexual to still have a foot inside of one community versus another. I can't speak from those uh, uh areas of, of thought, because I'm not. I'm, I'm just not. And so what I wanted to do was just get into the definitions and the understanding of what is, the, you know, the truth, the, the truth of whatever the truth is. And when I look up the word truth, it says the actual state of reality is verifiable and undisputable. Now, that's just plain and simple. Now, if you say you transgender, I'm going to have to first understand what that is to be able to tell you if that's the truth or not. And I'm not here to judge you. So for that particular instance, I'm not really concerned. The truth of who Bruce Jenner was was, was what, what we saw and how he functioned. And how he functioned for almost 40-some-odd years of his life was as a male. He married women, which is what men do. He fathered children, which is what men do. He also uh, was an Olympian, which is, you know, he ran races and he won awards. That's what Olympians do. So I can't help but assign those truths to what he has characterized himself as. Again, these are outward exterior parts of person that we can only identify with. Now, I can't tell you what his truth is. Only he can tell me what his truth is. The Arthur Ashe Award was the other thing that I just had the issue with, only because I see the trend. Now, the Arthur Ashe Award is a, 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 an award that's issued, I, I think, the uh, ESCN or SVs uh, in a national form, in a, on a platform that notates the journey of facing 
circumstances that are recurring and and that define a person's level of courage, okay? And this is the third consecutive award that has gone to someone LGBT. Since uh, since 2012, I think it was, we have given these this particular award to someone because of what? Cour- courageousness. Okay. Courage actually comes when a person faces a difficult pain or bravery in spite of criticism. Now, yeah, I think he knew. He was going to face a lot of critics. Yes, I think he knew that a lot of people were not going to understand this, but I also think he knew that this was an option that would not be uh, greatly understood and that a gamut of people who are going through this very same thing are now are going to feel some type of association to when it is far from that. None of the people in the LGBT community, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, would, would actually say that he is representative of the average LGBT person. You're talking about a multi-million dollar celebrity, someone who has been in the public uh, eye forever, who has had sponsorships just simply because of his name, and now has the ability to reassign his physical body into what he feels like inside. I don't think that's very courageous. I just don't very courageous. I don't think that your sexual... Uh, history or your sexual gender identity has anything to do with being awarded something. I think that you should award yourself by telling the truth of what you are on your inside. I think had he done this back in 1975, maybe this would be courageous. I think that now that we're in the world of do whatever you want to do in spite of where you are and who it affects, is very not courageous. I also think that transition needed to be defined. Transition is the movement and the passage from one state to another state, and it's an assignment. It's where you assign a certain um, thing when you do a transition in, in the context of this uh, transition surgery. You're, you're just taking on a choice of picking up from one area into another area where a transition is a natural movement from one place to another place. So to transition from a male to a female is actually impossible, even in this definition. I don't say that that's not what he needs to do. I'm not saying that if you want to do that and you're in the LGBT community that that's what you should do. I'm just saying that that is not a transition. That's actually a personal choice. It's a personal choice, and if you want to do it, great and grand. The last thing is respect, and I think, I hope, and I pray that everybody feels like they've been respected tonight because respect has to do with the sense of excellence and quality, the manifestation of your choice being approvable, and the ability to have that level of worth be honored by another person. Now, it's hard for people to respect something that first they don't understand, and secondly, that they don't have any, they don't find quality, okay? And I'm not, and again, let me say this again because I don't want anybody to say she got on the air and say that LGBT people don't have no quality and they don't have no specialness and they don't have any ability to show a sense of needing to be respected. What I'm saying is, is that you cannot ask a people who do not understand who and what you are and what you're saying is happening to you other than you can ask somebody who's never had a million dollars to understand how to invest it. Yes, we all understand what money is, but we don't all know how to use it the same. 
Yes, we all are sexual beings, but we don't all practice it the same. And this is no different. And I don't see why I, I think I agree with everybody who has something to say about the priority of what is really something that we should be discussing. Yes, AIDS, HIV, the growing populations of those uh, statistics are in the African-American community, for one, and in the African-American female com community uh, as well. That is true. And it will take the African-American uh, females who are being affected by that to be the spokesperson for it to have the relevance. You know, you cannot ask somebody who don't know something about something to become the official spokesperson and think that they're going to take it seriously. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that Bruce Jenner has become almost like a petri dish of, of what the possibilities are when it is not fair. I don't think that it's fair. I don't think that it's right. I don't think that it's exemplary of what is happening. Just like I said a few weeks ago when we were talking about the dancing princes on um, on television, you know, I, these boys came out of Mobile, Alabama, where I went to school, and these boys are being put on a platform that is unfair for them to be there and be judged without understanding the gravity of the platform that they have and the power that they have. Now we know one of the guys has HIV and AIDS, and what do we do? We just celebrate right over it. We just dance with them right over it and not address how someone who has HIV and AIDS needs to be protected from the vultures, from the media. Instead, no, what we do is we go and get a, we go and get an agent, we go and hire people to put makeup and hair in their heads and make them uh, a star overnight and never deal with the issues of what's, what's within. Now, I'm going to tell you another statistic, and I know, I'm not sure um, if people saying that I'm not bashing, and I don't think that Talisha was bashing either. I think that Tammy also was trying to inform us of what, the, what we need to know. I think it's evident there is a language that we do not speak well amongst ourselves as black people, period, period. You could take sex out of that. You could take uh, transgender and any other sexual preference out of that. We are one of the most religious per, uh, cultures of people on this earth. So I understand that. But we cannot blame the church. We cannot blame the pastors. We cannot blame parents who are throwing their children out on the streets to an issue that's bigger than any of those things, we have a people problem, okay? We got a people problem. We can't, we can't even have a conversation in two hours to hear and listen, each other, listen to each other and hear what the other person is saying because I think the love is evident when we even engage in conversations like this. I cannot, never have, never will. I don't hate anybody, and I don't even take the time to hate people's sins because I'm not involved in your life in that way. But I understand that there's a reason why certain people are put into your life, certain situations are put into your life, and if you forget to understand those connections and those reasons why, and we get bent up and, oh, that's, that's not me and my group. That's not me and my life. Y'all don't understand. Y'all looking down, you know, I don't have emotion to that extent. I don't want anybody that's representative of me, which is a black person in this country, be it female, be it lesbian, be it gay, be it a boy, be it a girl, be it a woman, be it a man, be unheard 
simply because it don't go with my group. It don't it don't feel good with my group. And actually today in church, it was explained to me that the church is the exact place of where people who feel left out, without, nobody, separated and and isolated, that's exactly where they should come, but that's the last place where people go. So yeah, we got a we got an issue in the church. We have an issue in the community. But we also have some issues within ourselves where we're not able to tell the complete truth. All in all, at the end of the day, I feel like Bruce Jenner, absolutely, he lived a lie. He lived a lie. He's tired of living the lie. And at the expense of the lie comes seven children. Four of those are his. I think it may be even uh, uh, more than that. Two, two, and four is what? <laughs> well, no, he had two from his first marriage, two from the second, and he was stepfather to the Kardashians four. So there are a lot, either way it go, it's some boys and some girls that are affected directly with this one man's choice. And I think the essence of what man is, regardless of your color, is to be leader over those persons who follow behind you and especially those that you make in living in this world, and to now at whatever age he is to decide I'm going to pick up this brand new life is in essence burying the idea of who and what that stood for then. And it definitely, I, I would love to see how these children are going to be able to make it. Is, is that is are the Kardashian children going to be the same as uh, children who were born without a father? Are they going to be, you know, born to, are they going to live the lives that are just like children who have never even known their father altogether? And instead of celebrating um, this man's identity finding, if, if this is what he has found, if he has truly found who he is by reassigning himself, is that really going to make him complete? Because on the inside, I don't know what you can do on the inside of yourself that's going to nip and tuck the things that cause you to be confused enough to make this choice for this length of time. Nobody's talking about Chris who has suddenly lost her husband in a public way. Like, damn, there's some heterosexual people whose husbands be all out in the world and doing all kind of stuff, and, and those women are in turmoil and nobody knows about it. But this was done on such a huge platform, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how she feels. And that was the purpose of this show. The purpose of this show was to try to understand that. I don't know how much more we understand than we don't um, before uh, when we started. And in no way was I ever trying to look down my nose or categorize or speak in terms that were other than just uh, comical. Sometimes I speak from the cuff just like other people speak from the cuff. But the last thing I want to say is that the last thing that's going to uh, be the biggest vice on both sides of the aisle, and we ain't even talking about politics, we're talking about people who are transgender and people who are not. You can't expect that force and aggravation and demanding is going to give you anything when it's not understood, especially when people totally understand and already know that this group of people do not understand and most of them don't even respect the choice that you've made. But the the, the biggest thing is this is a very private choice. 
Like, this is something that I shouldn't even know anyway. And, and let's just get empowered. Let, let me just talk about me because I don't want to talk representative of a whole lot of people. Um, it ain't my business who you sleep with. It really is not. And I don't think it should be a calling card on whether or not I respect you or not. You know, what your sexual practices is, what you feel drawn to, what your mind is swimming in or not, uh, chemically or not, you know, unless I'm your doctor and I don't even practice, that is not my realm. That, that's not my realm. I'm going to deal with you as a human being. Just like Tammy said earlier, when you walk up to me and when you come into my world, whatever you present yourself as, that's what I'm going to deal with and that's what I'm going to respect. When you disrespect me, I disrespect you. That's just the way the world works. But you can't go around disrespecting people because they don't understand. That's no different from a black man getting pissed at a white man because they looked at him or they saw his name on a piece of paper as Hakeem and now we're going to call you a nigger. That's no different than that. But you can't even compare race to sex because sex, unless you're doing it in the office or doing it on top or you advertising it and everything you do, that that's who you are as a calling card because my skin is just on me. I'm black and I'm going to be black, and ain't nothing I can do to change what I am, but my sexual activity has to be disclosed. And no more than if a person is black, are you going to get but so much tolerance by people who are intolerant of my race, are you going to get with sex? You cannot make anybody accept you. You have to understand that who you are is who you are and be strong enough in that that if they don't fit into your life, you cut them out. That's how I practice as a heterosexual female. That's how I practice as a single black female. If you have a problem with those things, then you're just going to have a problem with me. And if I want to live an unproblematic life, and I just remove those things, and I will not tolerate that type of thing. I don't think that Bruce Jenner should have to tolerate people being in his life. But for you to expect that people are going to just take this just because I've seen lots of people say, I'm not going to watch the Essex, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to do that, and then we'll be the very people that's going to watch the show just to see. If you don't support it, then that's fine. Don't damn somebody who is just because you don't understand what it is. Because I, I tell you, the, the biggest thing is uh, uh, it's, it's funny how the very things that you speak out against will be the very things that you have to walk across. You know, people will have to walk across those things that they say, I can't stand no gays and lesbians, and here you go, you got a daughter. I think Tammy even said that you can't you can't do that. And then the people who are praising Bruce Jenner and praising his courageousness, and then you know for sure you got a daughter or a son or a niece or a nephew who's uh, not able to even eat in your home. Like that's that's the conversation I wanted to have. I wanted to take it out of being sexual and being human and being civil and being respectful because everybody's not going to be you, and I'm not asking you to be me, but I'm going to be respectful of you as you are respectful with me. I know that's probably backwards from what the Christian book says, but I treat people the way I want to be treated, but when they show me that they don't have any respect for who and what I am, then I just have to let them go, and I really do. I don't have any will, uh, ill will for anyone. 
I don't have any negative things to say about anybody's sexuality. The people that I uh, practice sex with, I know that is what I'm doing, and when I find out that I have questions with that, they get cut off too. And that's, I think, what it should be. But the, the, the fullness of a person is more than who you lay down with. The fullness of a person is more than what your what your outer person looks like. It's what comes from the inside. And when you can come from the inside with hate, discord, separation, and all of that stuff, you that's where you're going to stay, separated, discorded, and fighting for a right that may just be a respect factor. I can respect you from across the way. I can respect anything that can be respected to me. And I wanted to say that on this coming Wednesday, or no, is it Tuesday? Coming Tuesday because all my notes are all over the place. I didn't get to get to half of you on the phone, and I do apologize for that. The link will go up shortly. But on Tuesday, we're going to talk about this whole trap lifestyle. You know, people want to want to say, uh, it's crazy for all of these women to be wearing these booty shorts and doing this and doing that. But that's what's being celebrated. See, the thing that you celebrate, and that's even related to this show tonight, the things that you say out your mouth don't mean a whole lot when it is directly opposite in what you practice. If you hateful but you're speaking love, you're a hypocrite. Whether you got a pulpit, a collar or not, whether you have a platform or audience or not, if you are not what you say you are, then um, it's going to show up. Flowery words don't even work anymore. I don't even know what song I'm going to end the show with, but I think I need to just end it with the same one because we started this show on a high note. I want to end it on a high note. I just want to say that being a woman is something that I am. It is something that I did not choose. It's something that I just walk in because that's what I'm made out of. And I think that that's the biggest lesson for all of us. You can't make somebody be something that's not in them. And what is eventually in them will come up. Until next time.
we come back. 